Walsh, I'm a trainer here in Los Angeles, California, and I work with models, actors, musicians, and pro athletes. So when a client or a studio approaches me about uh, a character that we're going to be um, uh, developing, what we need to do is sit down and talk about not only the goal, but what it's going to take to get to that goal. What are the variables involved? There's a lot of things that take into it. Um, so the stress is one side of it, the exercise. But there's a lot of other stressors that are involved as well, environmental, uh, there's day-to-day -day life, things like that. So that's the stress side of the coin. But we also have the recovery side of the coin, which I'd like to talk about today. Really, it's about stress and recovery, and that's how we get to the goal. What I like to focus on is nutrition, hydration, sleep, mental health, soft tissue, and of course, supplements. Your next workout is really only as good as your last recovery. Training for an action role, Matt Damon, Elysium. The challenge was is that they gave me a storyboard book with the way they want Matt Damon to look for this futuristic role, but I got Matt Damon from the informant, which was a Matt Damon with a high body fat percent, which was for his role at the time. So the, the challenge was there. The good news was is that the studio gave me enough time. We had approximately four months before Elysium started shooting in Vancouver. What we did was we established in the first month was trying to get rid of the issues at hand. He's been injured and had been living with uh, shoulder injury, back pain. The months after that, we started working on his strength before we went into a lot more of the conditioning side of things. One of the things that we had to take into consideration one of the variables for Matt Damon and Elysium was that he was, eventually he became a cyborg and had to wear an exoskeleton. So we needed to get him to a point where he was very comfortable moving with that exoskeleton so that nothing bad happened. We spent, you know, an hour and a half in the morning doing our strength training. In the afternoon, we'd come back and we do a lot of our conditioning, whether that's going for a run or sprints or swim or grouse grind, which is this hellish mountain in Vancouver. As we got closer and closer to filming, we really started stepping it up in, in the conditioning realm, um, fine-tuning his diet. We took a lot of the carbohydrates away. We increased protein. We got his body fat down. And really, everything started coming together. So when a client comes in, depending on their role, what we're going to do is manipulate calories, and macro and micronutrients, also known as the proteins, carbohydrates, and fats. Those are really the ratios that we, that we really play around with for this. We can increase um, a caloric intake to increase size or create an environment where that person can grow, or we can deplete some of those calories and get them to start losing body fat. Let's say we're trying to lose fat. We pull back a lot of the carbohydrates until we get the body fat to a certain point when the body becomes highly efficient, the metabolism really rises. We can then introduce carbohydrates back and play with that variable so that it becomes fuel because the body is super efficient. It uses the carbohydrates as fuel. So within a matter of months, we took Matt Damon, who was pretty much broken. He had back issues, he had shoulder issues, he had high body fat percent, and we were able to transition him into somebody that was lean, who was 10% body fat, um, who had no pain, clean bills of movement, strength, resiliency, um, and we were able to carry that through the candelabra, into the Martian, into Jason Bourne, which was like MMA fighter-esque type shape. Jennifer Aniston for We Are The Millers. This was my first time that I got to train somebody for uh, an exotic dancer. 
um, which was a lot of fun, especially because it's Jen Addison. We wanted to, again, establish that foundation. There were some things missing. She had a little bit of a knee issue uh, that we'd like to address. But then also being a dancer, we, we you know, we want to make sure that the mobility is there to make the moves that are needed for the, uh, for the role. The hip thrust is one of those essential exercises that we like to do, and I did with Jennifer Aniston because of the issue that she had with her knee. For Jen's workouts, we wanted to implement unilateral exercises. One of the best ones that we have is the single leg hip thrust. Um, the reason why we're doing that is so that we can establish hip strength and keep stability in that hip so that it keeps a lot of that play out of the knee. Since she was pretty much in shape for this, um, the refinement was is that we just added in a couple more days, so she ended up coming in five days a week, two months prior to shooting. We only needed an hour, hour and a half. We did a lot of soft tissue work with her. When I'm talking about soft tissue, I'm talking about the different layers of the muscle and the connective tissue to the joints. People think that they have to wear you know, a tendon brace or something like that, and it's usually just a, a soft tissue issue. I use blunt objects like a foam roller, like on a daily use, to hit most of the major muscles, the big muscles. Or sometimes I'll use a Theragun, which is a little more detailed to get into those trigger points. I'm finding that the aches and pains and the issues that we're finding comes down to soft tissue. A lot of the training came down to because of the knee injury that she had had um, that we had cleaned up, but we wanted to you know, reinforce those movement patterns as we put her on the climber, the Versa climber, uh, for a lot of the conditioning because there's zero impact. It's reinforcing movement patterns. Jen's a great client. She knows what she's doing. She knows about the diet and the nutrition, the recovery side of things. So um, I kind of just left that into her hands. I feel like, you know, less information, the better response I'm usually going to get from the client. Firefighter role, Miles Teller and Only the Brave. For Only the Brave, we had about three months, so we had plenty of time to get him in shape for this. The variables that were involved is obviously the extreme conditions, because they did, they did film this in the heat, um, next to fire, in the forest, but also he needed to be as resilient as possible. So we wanted to build muscle. Um, one of his favorite exercises was the deadlift. We used a trap bar deadlift, um, and I think we got over 400 pounds. It is absolutely one of the best bang for your buck exercises as it utilizes everything in the body. That's gonna give him the testosterone benefit that we needed. We amped up the days about four days a week. Um, didn't want to overstrain him, overstress him. We just needed him strong and resilient. So adding an extra day is all we needed to do. What we wanted to do is, is really build muscle, which meant that we wanted to go ahead and supplement a little bit more uh, than we would just during normal training. I use and highly advocate protein supplementation. Protein is essentially the building blocks of muscle. We want to recover, we want to put muscle on, protein is essential. The next variable is hydration. Without proper hydration, the body doesn't work right. If you don't have the hydration, you're not going to get the results. A lot of times it's actually very hard for the brain to differentiate between hunger and thirst. A lot of times you're just dehydrated when you're fatigued. Drink some water. Chloe Grace Moretz, Shadow in the Clouds, fighter pilot. I recently started training Chloe. She's a young lady that uh, that had trained before. She did kick-ass where she actually did get injured. She really messed her knee up in kick-ass uh, doing some of the stunt work. So when Chloe came in, we were able to really kind of establish that foundational strength and clean up the knee, uh, which was great because then she got the green light for this movie about three months prior, um, which is exactly the amount of time that I like to, uh, to prep people for movies. We also have some 
somebody that is in fashion and doesn't want to bulk up. I had the typical kind of story from her was, I want to get stronger, but I don't want to bulk up. Strength training doesn't necessarily equate to muscle size, all right? That's bodybuilding. Um, and that's a way of manipulating strength training for that kind of aesthetic look. Strength training, the stuff that we're doing with them is, A, I've got to go through and I've got to fix a lot of the issues with her. And, you know, B, really try to, you know, prove to her that the stuff that we're doing is going to help her. And I did that by cleaning up her knee issue. She doesn't have the knee issue anymore. She was also never able to do a pull-up or a push-up. We would do everything from, you know, reinforcing her deadlift, um, her squat pattern. We did heavy sled work, um, lots of pull-ups. She's, she's into the pull-up thing. Well, this is a multi-joint exercise. As you can see, the elbow to the shoulders, but also the core stability by keeping the knees up here. She's firing just about every muscle on the body. So when Chloe came to me, she couldn't even do a single pull-up. By the end of it, she was doing about eight to 10 pull-ups. Really, we just did one hour a day, five days a week. I don't think we needed to do five days a week. She just loved the training so much that she wanted to do five days a week. It's one of those times when I didn't even have to request. She just wanted or demanded it. She's like, I'm getting stronger. I'm doing pull-ups. I'm doing push-ups. I'm pushing the heavy sled. I'm doing deadlifts, things that I've never done before. My knee doesn't hurt. I feel great. And I'm getting smaller. And it was amazing to watch this girl just kind of just like her brain explode. I think Chloe is very excited to try the stunt work. I know that there was a scene where she was uh, falling out of the cockpit and she actually had to pull herself back into this cockpit that's flying through the air. And I can hear everybody in the background in just complete awe that this you know young woman was able to fully pull herself back into a cockpit. Uh, it was pretty exciting. Jimmy Chen, free solo. Mountaineer, director, photographer. Jimmy Chen is one of my best friends, and he pretty much exemplifies what extreme sports is about. Extreme conditions, extreme types of movements. What I'm going to do is try to show and prove to him that there are elements uh, within his body that become out of whack because of the types of sports. Just like you would do with a professional athlete, um, you know, you, you want to find and eliminate any of those potential issues that could become bigger problems, especially when he's on the side of a mountain. So my approach with Jimmy is really trying to keep his body as, as much in balance as possible. He lets me kind of have half of the workout where I get to do that refinement and pick on his weaknesses. And then the rest of it is how much can I kick his ass uh, in, in, in the conditioning aspect. This is one of those cases where you don't have somebody that's coming in, you know, two, three days a week. You know, I mean, Jimmy's gym is the outdoors. We're talking about a guy that'll go out and he'll run 30 miles in high altitude. Usually what I'm trying to do is put some different types of stress on his body than he's used to, you know. Usually that incorporates some sort of weight. Again, he wants extreme. He wants conditioning, he wants strength. This is the machine.